0: This show is brought to you by Elite Exteriors. With offices across the southeast, Elite Exteriors is readily available to handle all of your residential and commercial roofing needs. Schedule your free assessment today by calling the home office at 470-350-3024 or visit EliteExteriorsUSA.com. Welcome back to another edition of Sling and Roost 101. I am your host, Jordan. And today <clears throat> we're going to do uh, a, a call here in just a minute. We're going to be reaching out to uh, Joe Williams. He is up there in our South Carolina branch. And in Joe's, um, you know, he has a, a background in sales. We're going to get into that a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about. Um, you know, his, his strategies when dealing with homeowners and during the contract process and upselling warranties and things of that nature. And uh, let's go ahead and give Joe a call here. There we go. Howdy, howdy, Jordan Grant. Joe, I, I said my name. Joe, what's up, man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, brother. How you doing,
0: man? I'm doing great. So, uh, what you had uh, a couple inspections this morning going on? What's what's happening today?
1: Yeah, I had a couple inspections to uh, kick off Friday here, and then we had an adjuster uh, call in and say that he had to move next week's inspection up to today because we've got some impending tropical weather coming uh, oh, next week, and we wanted yeah. to uh, get ahead of that.
0: Yeah, I got to, I'm trying to squeeze a a um a build in before that stuff comes, but I don't think it's going to be able to happen unfortunately. So, homeowner's going to have to wait. Hopefully it doesn't get any kind of, you know, interior stuff happening, but you know, we'll see. We'll fix it if, if that's the case. Uh, but anyway, man, I wanted to to reach out to you today um, specifically specifically for a couple of reasons. Um, <clears throat> you know, back in um, I don't you weren't you weren't there at our our sales meeting event at Topgolf, were you?
1: um the one that uh, brian came out to yeah yeah i was there
0: you are shoot man i don't know why i don't remember you for some reason
1: <laughs> anyway <laughs> I, was, I was i was the one in the back eating the chicken tenders
0: that's right that's right so anyway you know they they had their the um you know they did the, they went through like the the sales leaderboard handing out gift cards and everything like that and <clears throat> you know looking at that page One of the things I noticed uh, specifically about my jobs is I had the highest number of jobs at the time, and then I had not the highest, but one of the higher uh, averages per job, which was exciting to me and everything. But recently, uh, with our our company newsletter that just got sent out, Carlton pointed out an interesting fact about the profit margin percentage on on everybody's jobs. Now he didn't go through the list of everybody, but he did mention the highest, which is you out of our South Carolina branch. You know, you average almost damn near 40% profit margin on on these these bills that you have going up. So having a quick conversation with him was, um, you know, about how how you do that and things like that. But I want to learn a little bit more from you because he mentioned a, a, a few specific things that you do as far as like for example upsell on the warranty or you know we always advertise when someone has a three tab we're going to upgrade them to an architectural but you actually charge for that upgrade from what i'm told
1: yeah so um i know in our in our industry a lot of times you get a lot of players out there that um will will give away the architectural upgrade for free and oftentimes you know if the 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 payment from the insurance is, is enough to cover it, and you're already seeing a good percentage in your profits. Then, uh, then you're good to go with something like that, you know, and still make still make fair money. Um, but what I found uh, at times is, you know, insurance companies have really buckled down lately on on really being picky about what is paid out on these claims, mm-hmm. and so in an effort to Help us increase our profitability on these jobs. Um, I have found that it's it's still capable or we're still capable of making additional money in those upgrades by adding value into how you pitch it. It's not just, hey, we're going to put th- uh, uh, an architectural up in place of that three tab and charge you money for it. Uh, well, before, before we go is, and,
0: before we go too too far into it, <clears throat> I do want uh-huh. to talk a little bit about your background because you do have some background in sales. Am, am I right?
1: I do. I've actually I've got uh, a, kind of a, a double edged sword because I started my construction career off in estimating, uh, purchasing, and estimating for a major home builder in the Atlanta market,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I've got a lot of experience in material uh, purchasing and take offs on, on plans and whatnot. And then after that, I moved into the sales side of the construction industry and, uh, and spent a good while in the sales side of it. So I can work both in.
0: Nice. And when you say a good while, I mean, how long have you been doing sales?
1: Um, I have been in sales now, let's see, was it 2021? I have been in sales for 16 years.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, there's an extensive background in, in, in sales. That's, that's incredible, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, yeah, you know, that experience you had as, as far as estimating goes and understanding that side of the industry is, I'm sure that just helps you out tremendously. But let's go ahead and jump back into the, you know, the, you were mentioning the, the pitch portion of it.
1: Yeah, so um, when talking to these homeowners, um, I, I find it very important uh, to, to discuss with them, you know, all their options so that they know what's on the table. Uh, I don't want to leave anything, you know, off the table, you know, so that so that they don't feel like we're withholding anything from them. And so I make sure that they understand every aspect of what, what I'm pitching in that sales pitch. And when it comes to the homeowners that have a three-tab roof or three-tab shingle roof, um, I'm letting them know that your insurance company is only going to cover for another three-tab roof. They're not going to allow you money to, put up an architectural roof. right they're only but paying you,
0: for to bring you back to pre-loss condition
1: exactly and then oftentimes we'll see we'll, we'll be in neighborhoods that have three tabs and usually i'll get the assistance from another homeowner un- unbeknownst to them they'll have an architectural roof that got changed out at some point in time and i can just over my shoulder say hey your neighbor's roof down the street look at that beautiful architectural roof that's what you want on your house you don't want to go back to another three tab because a architecturals are superior uh they're going to carry uh, a lifetime warranty where the three tabs are not and then that right there gets the homeowner questioning what do you mean what do you mean the warranty versus the three tab and then that's the the open door to start talking about the benefits of in in our case gas system plus warranty um and really kind of gets them eager to to get that upgrade
0: okay i got you i got you now i mean i i think that one of the uh, maybe one of the problems i run into i don't and i haven't been up there to visit you in south carolina yet and go door knock and things like that so i don't really know the market up there as far as the abundance of roof companies you know roofing companies down here surrounding atlanta especially uh it's there's just so many you know, so I think sometimes as a sales representative, maybe their their first go to is try to offer the best they absolutely can in order to just just win them over immediately. And maybe they, you know, they go ahead and include, hey, that's it's a free upgrade. You know, so they got yeah,
1: exactly. You know, they
0: want to develop and, their relationship right off the bat.
1: Yeah, and we do have we have uh, a, a good deal of roofers here in, in the upstate of South Carolina as well. I don't think it's saturated quite as bad as uh, as the Atlanta market is but it's, it's still, you know, can be pretty cutthroat at times. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I've lost jobs to, uh, to other roofers that have come in and offered free everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a person who believes in what we offer as a company. I believe in our product, I believe in the warranties that stand behind our product, and I believe in the service that we offer as a company. So I, I make sure that I'm not just selling them a roof I'm selling them elite. I'm selling them us. I'm selling them me, um, and everything that comes along with me in elite, mm-hmm. and uh, and they they tend to appreciate that as well as the honesty that I put forth to them. I'm, I'll tell them I'll be like, look, we're not we're not the cheapest in the business. We never will be, but we will outshine anybody when it comes to service right. and uh, and and personability for that matter too. I mean, you're never going to get me uh, walking up to a homeowner going. You know, you better give me 50% down now or we're walking away from your job. It just won't happen.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, we actually, in in fact, we front uh, all costs for material and labor. We don't ask for anything until that roof's actually been installed. Exactly. Um, Yeah, I I make sure I mention that as well to to everybody. Um, So what... Have you ever run into the scenario where you know homeowners giving you a little bit of pushback, and they're like, you know, you're you're making good money off this and everything like that. Why do you need to charge for the upgrade? Why can't you work it into the cost?
1: Um, I mean, I have run into that. I've had customers that have uh, that have definitely questioned me on that. And usually, when that question is presented to me, I'll let them know that you know, I'll first I'll just throw it out there for them. I'll be like, Hey, do you go to work? And if they say, well, of course, yeah, I go to work. I say, well, when you go to work, do you want to make your salary or the most you can at, at your job? Or do you want to take a little less uh, just because the boss wants to pay you a little less? Are you going to stand up for yourself in that regard? And oftentimes they're like, oh, of course I will. You know, I'm, I don't work for free. And and I'll tell them, I'll be like, look, roofing, it is, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. As a roofer, we have to you know, make money, we have to make good money to be able to continue to do the work that we do. Um, we have good people in our office that we have to pay. You're not just, it's not just me in a truck showing up at a job saying, hey, I'm gonna throw a roof on your house. We have people like, you know, Shauna in our office who handles the supplements, who handles estimation. Uh, you know, we've got Brian, our, our general manager who, you know, he's, he's on the front lines making sure that the entire operation runs as smoothly as it possibly can. You know, and then we've got, uh, you know, our sales manager, Carl, he, he's out there, you know, making sure the guys are all in line and got what they got got what they need. So there's a lot in the background that people, you just knock on their door, don't quite see about a roofing company.
0: Yeah. I think that's one, one aspect that I, uh, <clears throat> that I try to push out there too, is the, the, the team that we have in place and the different responsibilities. And, and it's not just, you know, you, yes, you're working with me directly, but I have a whole crew behind me that is, is, is helping getting this job done for you. And, mm-hmm. I, and I actually like some of the things that you said though, cause I can really, I can really use that in my uh, communications with my, my customers and homeowners.
1: Yeah. And, and, and a big part of it is, is, you know, having that team behind us, they know what they're doing. I'll, i I stress to the customer that, Shauna, you know, she worked for uh, USAA for a long time. Uh, Carlton, our owner, you know, was a former MetLife adjuster. So there's a lot of knowledge and a lot of expertise that is in the background on our team that, you know, the homeowner doesn't necessarily see up front. But it's our mission to make sure that homeowner gets the best possible roof with all the upgrades and code upgrades that they can be afforded. And that is where we make an effort to to get the homeowner that, and in, and in turn for that, you know, we do make an attempt to charge the insurance company through supplements to do that. And, you know, sometimes we'll get the supplement, sometimes we won't. And so, you know, that's where we try to stress the the upgrade for the shingles instead of just giving it away for free because... You know, they, at the end of the day, they still cost money.
0: Well, let me ask you this, uh, just because you mentioned supplements. I mean, when you have that conversation with a homeowner pertaining to supplements, you know, how, how do you explain that to them that, yes, we are going to, you know, require additional costs, but, you know, you're not responsible for this. It's going to be sent back to your insurance provider.
1: Correct. Yeah. So I let them know that um, when we're supplementing, that we as a company, we're going to make sure that the roof is brought up to spec the way that it needs to be. If the insurance company denies that supplement, you know, we're, we're still going to give the customer the roof that they deserve. However, we as a company, we don't want to eat that cost. We will if we ultimately have to to make sure that the customer is satisfied and the customer is taken care of. But as a company, when it does pertain to those supplemental costs, we're going to do everything we can to recoup that cost. And that's where I explain to the customer that, hey, this that's where the supplemental process comes through. You know, we're, we're looking to to ask the insurance company to to pay for the upgrades that we're putting on the house. We'll nine times out of 10, we're going to prove to the insurance company that it is code required or manufacturer required. And they'll see, Hey, yeah, that's, you're right. And then they're okay. You know, with that supplemental process on the back end. Um, Sometimes they'll ask, you know, well, if there's, if you're getting that much money, you know, why can't you upgrade me for free? Um, Mm -hmm. And, and I'll let them know that, you know, Because even though we're getting that money, that money is supplemented because that cost is involved. You know, we're still having to get that cost If we gave, if you gave you free things, that's just lowering what we are getting as a company profit wise. um, And, you know, not covering necessarily all of our material costs the way that we would like to see them covered. And it's just, the homeowner begins to understand that uh, as well. I mean, make sure that you're pitching it compassionately and, and, and professionally don't just say hey we want to make money <laughs> right right
0: I, I think when i <clears throat> when that conversation comes up for me most times it's when i have a homeowner that's you know asking me about the deductible and things like that you know like how am i going to get this covered and things you know because obviously there there are companies that that you know do that sort of thing and, and elite exteriors is just not one of them we're not, we're not going to do anything that is uh you know borderline crossing that gray area or completely doing something illegal and covering their deductible entirely. So I have to explain to these homeowners that, hey, you've already received an estimate that that's from your insurance company. Now, don't quite look at it like an estimate. You know, this is uh, those numbers. um, I mean, they're there, but do they necessarily matter at this point? No. But let me let me explain why. It's because we use the exact same programming that your insurance company uses. It's called Exactimate. These prices are all industry standard, and they're all updated monthly by zip code. You know, so what's more important here is your actual assessment. You know, we're, we want we want to see uh, what is listed line by line on your assessment and make sure that it is accurate. Now, when the supplement comes into that conversation, as I explained to them, these. Adjusters are not contractors. They do not know all the manufacturer specs. Hell, they don't even know some of the the building code requirements. Or they, you know, so they just simply leave them off because they're they're not equipped well enough to to understand fully the whole process. So anything that is missed on there, we're going to make sure that you receive. However, the insurance company allows us to supplement, which means any additional cost, I'm going to be sending to them instead of you. So this further guarantees the fact that you only have to pay your deductible. That's kind of the the approach that I take where, you know, like I think you and I had a conversation, you know, way back when, when I first started about, you know, making this homeowner understand you're about to get a $20,000 roof for the cost of your deductible, you know, things like that. So So they see the deal aspect of it. And then it's more important for them to understand that by getting multiple estimates, they're really doing themselves a disservice because the insurance company is only going to pay what it costs to put that roof on. So if you get an estimate that is less, it, you're not pocketing that money. They're going to know it's less, and they're only going to give you that amount. So you're still covering your deductible, and, you know, everything's all all legal and copacetic. But, exactly.
1: Uh, and, you know... And homeowners don't don't fully understand when they're dealing with an insurance company that an insurance company like any other company is in business to make money and hold on to money. And they're going to hold on to your money the best that they can.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm dealing with it right now, actually, up in uh, south of Nashville, in Tennessee, homeowner, uh, you know, they wanted to take in the adjuster meeting on their, their own terms and, and handle it themselves and everything like that. Well, at this point, State Farm has this is a catastrophic area. State Farm has paid out tons and tons of money to the to the homeowners around this area. I've been batting a thousand in this area with State Farm. I haven't had one denied yet. And that's also because I've been president at every single adjustment meeting. Well, guess what happened? They didn't tell me when this adjustment meeting was. Thought they could handle it themselves and you know, they didn't get up on the roof with the adjuster. They don't know what they're looking at. They have the photo report of course that shows damage. But this adjuster came down and says, "No, I don't see any real hail damage down here." And bada yada yada. Now I'm pretty sure it was a third party, so it wasn't a licensed adjuster. So they contacted me and they were like, "Listen, you know, uh, I would like you to be at the next one. I'm asking them for a reinspection." And so I said, "Great, I will definitely be there." But you know this go around, make sure you ask for a licensed adjuster. We don't want a third-party joker to be there. I explained, you know, no knock to them, but at the end of the day, they're really just a glorified photographer. They can't talk policy with you. They can't make decisions. They can't approve or deny anything. You want somebody to be there that can actually make decisions for you. So they're going to let exactly. me know. They're going to let me know when that adjustment meeting happens, and I'll, I'll be there for this one. But hopefully, we can turn them around. But that I w- the point I was really trying to make is the fact that. They're trying to hold on to money. And I explained that to them. You know, you, you waited a little longer than most of your neighbors. Everybody's been getting their roofs put up. So, you know, at this point now they're gonna do whatever they can in order to not have to pay these claims out. <clears throat> and they're gonna use yeah. your, they're gonna use the ignorance of the homeowner. Plus they're gonna use they're gonna pawn it off on any third party they send out there and say, Well, this is the report I got.
1: Yeah. And another thing that, you know, helps uh, convince homeowners to move quickly after, you know, a catastrophic uh, event happens, in which they want to get their claim going, is that oftentimes with these with these catastrophic events, there's, you know, state and federal money that gets forwarded to these insurance companies to help cover the costs of damages and the repairs of those damages. Um, insurance companies never, never discuss that with the homeowners. They don't tell them that, hey, you know, there's there's money available to cover these uh which is why we're just approving it right away but the longer the homeowner waits after the event the less that money is available that money starts to dry up and then at that point insurance companies are basically having to just you know cover things out of pocket so to speak they Um, start becoming penny pinchers at that point exactly right after an event insurance companies are quick to approve they want to get those those jobs done because they know that the the catastrophe is fresh in the customer's mind it's fresh in the, the region's mind and they're going to they're going to be quick to move but waiting too long it only hurts the customer
0: i agree i agree so i mean <clears throat> um before we get into actually the warranty part of it is there anything else that you um that you upsell and and work doing these contract deals like um you know possible ventilation upgrades or, or synthetic felt whatever the case may be or is that all just part of like the conversation that includes their upgrade
1: yeah, so, so what I do is, is I sell, when, when I, when I discuss the roof going up on their house, I sell essentially our roofing system or GAF's roofing system. I don't sell it as individual components going up on the roof. What I do is I sell it as a breakdown of, look, all of this goes into creating the roofing system that will make up your roof from, you know, starter strip, uh, to, uh, synthetic felt to, uh, ice and water protection, um, you know, shingles, ridge vent, uh, shingle over ridge vent uh, for superior ventilation. And I'll let them know that all of these things combined are what's gonna create the ultimate roof for your home. And then in turn, with all that together, that then allows that roof to qualify for the system plus lifetime warranty. And just all that combined into that one value package to them makes them think they're getting the best roof possible, right. which, in my belief, they are getting the best roof possible for what they're afforded from their insurance company. Obviously, they could go to you know fifty-year class four shingles and you know designer shingles and stuff like that, but obviously, that's a lot of added cost that then would fall back on the homeowner. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: but in in, in in insurance replacements, you know, we're able to sell the GAF roofing system as a whole and and show value behind that.
0: Definitely, definitely. So, uh, speaking of warranties, you know, we, like you mentioned, we are uh, GAF certified. Uh, we're we're uh, are we master elite installers yet? Uh, I, I we're know. not.
1: We're actually really we're really close to being okay, master. We, elite we are. Installers. We are
0: close to becoming master elite installers now. <clears throat> But being uh, that we work primarily with GAF uh, products and everything, uh, list some of the warranties that that you discuss with the homeowners. Then uh, tell me the like the popular ones that they uh, typically go for.
1: So um, primarily here, well here in South Carolina, the warranty that um, that I push the most uh, as far as going with that roofing system is GAF System Plus Warranty, and basically what it says is is that. Uh, using uh, a GAF architectural uh, shingle or better um, would get them a warranty that puts a lifetime uh, manufacturers warranty on uh, the shingles and all the components involved in putting that roofing uh, system up um, it it takes away the 130 mile an hour wind limit rating on the shingles it makes it an unlimited wind rating um, and um, it it Adds in uh, labor as well onto the warranty that um, uh, Elite, you know, takes care of uh, should the warranty ever need to be uh, flexed. Um, now, step down from that, you know, there's the warranty that does come with the three-tab shingles, which we don't do a lot of three-tab shingles, but there are customers that uh, don't want to go up to an architectural for any you know reason or another, and they'll get the you know the, the classic 25-year. Um, Manufacturing warranty; it's it's rated up to I think seventy or eighty miles an hour wind, and it uh, doesn't include any labor. So I make sure to let them know that you know going consistent plus is the way to go.
0: Okay, I mean, is there any other warranty that you push? Any kind of like algae stuff or something of that nature?
1: Um, no, I mean, for, for me personally, I don't typically push any additional algae warranties or anything like that. Uh, mainly because the Timberline ACZ shingles that uh, I primarily use out here um, have that 10-year uh, algae lock on them mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, past past that 10 years. Most most of the homers I deal with, I, I get a, a lot of, hey, we're going to be in this house for five years, six years, whatever, um, and they're not too concerned about what the roof's going to be like after 10 years. But, you know, mm-hmm. if I get somebody that says, hey, this is my forever home, I'm going to be here, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk additional – uh, warranties at that point.
0: Okay. Well, Joe, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time to take a phone call and uh, be on the show uh, this week. And um, man, is, is there anything else that you you want to throw out there as far as sales pitch or warranties or anything like that go?
1: No, I mean the probably the biggest thing is uh, you know getting out there and just knocking the doors, and being very uh, very personable and uh, and communicative with the uh, with the homeowners. You know present yourself in a in a quality and professional manner and you'll oftentimes find homeowners are, are very receptive to that you know show up with your you know with your hair a mess and and uh, just tattered jeans and a t-shirt homeowners are going to be less than inclined to to deal with you so you know maintain professionalism is, is the way that i see it maintain professionalism and and just personability and it'll take you far
0: Absolutely, man. Couldn't agree more. Well, thanks again, Joe, man, and uh good luck with your adjustment meeting this afternoon and uh stay safe out there, Bub.
1: Yeah, uh, you do the same, man. Look forward to seeing you up here sometime.
0: Yeah, man, I'm we'll gonna try to make it soon. <laughs> we'll talk later. All
1: right. See you brother. See you, bub.
0: And, I mean, there you have it, guys. Um, that's Joe Williams up in their South Carolina branch. And, you know, he doesn't um, let money go just to, you know, try to close that deal. He pushes that quality that Elite Exteriors provides. Um, you know, he, he said it himself. We We're not the cheapest company, and we're never going to be but what I can offer you is excellent customer service that's you know second to none as well as craftsmanship we're, we're gonna make sure that you're taken care of for not just today not just tomorrow but for a long time you know that 50-year warranty that lifetime warranty is uh, system plus it's <clears throat> it's an excellent warranty that GAF offers and whatever um, brand of shingle that you work with you know uh, do research um, find out what other warranties are available and see if you can make that up so any extra money is going to be extra money in your pocket anyway guys i appreciate you joining us today and um, if you haven't already go check us out on facebook and instagram as well and if you have any uh, comments or uh, maybe you'd like to do a call-in on the show or something like that you know we'd love to hear from different areas of the of the united states and um you know talk about the markets out there and, and things that you run into and whatnot and, you know something that could be beneficial to our listeners um, you can reach out to us directly at uh, roofs 101 at eliteexteriorsga.com. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one.